and welcome back to the podcast. I'm the host, Sean Boyce. I'd like to welcome my guest to the show, RJ Grimshaw. How are you, RJ? Uh, thanks for being on the show. I'm doing well, Sean. How are you today? I'm doing very well. And I'm excited to talk to you more about your expertise and share that with our audience. If you wouldn't mind first, though, can you give us a little bit more background on you and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Uh, currently, I'm the CEO president for Unify Equipment Finance. And Sean, what we do is we help business owners across the country finance the equipment that they need to either make their company uh, more efficient and or grow revenue. The second piece of our business is helping the dealers or the suppliers and manufacturers that are selling that equipment to their business owners, give them financing as an option to make it easier and take the friction out of that business owner buying equipment. And thank you for providing that background. Um, how about uh, yours as well, too? So what did that include? I know we've talked about that ourselves as well, too, but I'd love you here to have you share that story with our audience as well, also in terms of uh, you know, your expertise and how you got to where you are today. Sure. So I actually fell into corporate America by accident. I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. Uh, my dad owned his own several businesses. Uh, my grandfather owned a soda distributorship. My uncle was an optician with several locations. Uh, my grandmother on the other side of the family owned, was a florist. So it was just natural for me to follow the footsteps and, and have that desire to be an entrepreneur. And actually, I owned my first business at the age of 22, which was a bar restaurant. Uh, that my dad was crazy enough to to bankroll my brother and I to do that. Um, I'm not sure that uh, I would do. I didn't do that for both my boys. But uh, during that process, though, Sean, I literally earned my MBA in how to run a business and become a business owner at a very young age. Uh, all the way from vision, foundation, setting up SOPs, meeting with distributors to buy beverages. And remember, I'm only 22 at the time. So I'm literally one year older than legal drinking age. And here I am ordering thousands of dollars of of, uh, of beer and liquor uh, to distributors. And, and they were very patient with me and, and, and good with me, meeting with the insurance people, attorneys. So I, I learned, my dad threw me in the deep end of the pool, helped me accountable, of course, uh, and was always there to, to pull me up when I needed it. But in the same respect, uh, I, I would never trade those experiences. And then I, again, fell into corporate America just by accident and uh, very blessed fortune to be surrounded by incredible people and, and work as an individual contributor up to a sales manager, up to a VP, to a director of sales, to a general manager, to ultimately where I am now, uh, CEO president. Um, and, and really all that means is that you have to care more about more team members versus just yourself as an individual contributor. You always worry about your customers, but as you work your way up through leadership, now you're responsible for team members as well as their families and their success. So um, I love what I do and the equipment financing gives me an avenue to still help entrepreneurs uh, with their businesses. Uh, and that's, that's really my why. And that's now transitioned into what we're going to talk about today, which is entrepreneurship, uh, which is the definition of that is when a person takes the mindset and characteristics and attributes of an entrepreneur into a corporate environment, into the walls of a corporate organization. And it doesn't matter the size of the organization. It could be a five-person uh, business or it could be a 50,000-person business. It's all about mindset for the individual. And more importantly, it's a culture within the organization. And it's really starting to gain momentum here in the United States uh, specifically after COVID, because we all have to think differently. Um, look at the technology now. We, Zoom is a 
Is it just a natural part of our lives that we live in? And four years ago, that wasn't the case. So uh, I'm excited about the future. I'm, I love talking about this topic. And I think that if people look at uh, the world that we live in today, just from a different lens, you can sense opportunities. And I know that's what you focus on in terms of product development and entrepreneurship plays right into that type of product development, creativity, um, uh, arena for business businesses and, and corporations. I, I love this concept and, uh, and I've heard about it before and I'm, your examples of, of what you've done, which we'll go into, that's when I want the audience to kind of learn more from are excellent from the perspective of, like you said, RJ, you can innovate anywhere, right? You don't have to be like, there's obviously always been wild, crazy stuff happening in the startup world, but a lot of innovation can come from that strategy, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be that environment, right? You can leverage those strategies anywhere. Uh, to your point, regardless of the size of your organization, you can develop that mindset and the real powerful innovation can come from that. You guys have done that through the course of your tenure at Unify, some of the more exciting things you've done that have been high performing products for your business, which is where I'd kind of love you to go next and sharing with how entrepreneurship kind of supercharged your effort to be able to bring new products to your target market customer uh, and make real progress and develop like exciting performance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, I'll be very upfront. A lot of it, Sean, in the beginning, just how it happens by accident, right? I have this mindset. I, I, know about the term and things of that nature. I actually was introduced to the term by Tom Peters, uh, who's an incredible author, consultant, and he first spoke about entrepreneurship. And that was my first opportunity to, to read about it, and learn about it. And then as I continued my education, learning, studying, I, I said, you know, this, this should be a operating system for a business. It should be a culture within a business or your unit. Again, if you're a manager or leader within a, a unit or division, you can deploy this type of operating system. And to your question specifically at Unify, we've embraced this culture for the last six or seven years, and we've made incredible strides. And there, there's a lot of benefits from that that we can get into, but specifically do a, a product set. Um, you know, we develop numerous products and or improvements to our current customer journey. And one of those examples is I had a gentleman in the organization that this was not his responsibility. He went, came to me and said, I believe that we need a payment portal for our customers. And again, Unify, we're a small organization. We're 13 people. Uh, and we did $100 million in sales last year. So from a revenue perspective of sales, we're extremely, extremely efficient. And the entrepreneur operating system and mindset helped drive that because you're able to have a higher level of engagement from employees. The other thing is that we haven't lost, knock on wood. I, I, I When I say this, I, I feel I'm going to jinx myself. We have not lost a single team member during the Great Resonation. And I firmly wow. believe that it has a lot to do with just the mindset. And believe me, folks, we're not perfect. We we have our own challenges on a daily basis. Um, it, it's not land of unicorns and 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 fantasy land. You know, we're a, a small business as well. Um, and 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 at the end of the day, we want to serve the customer, and we're always looking at ways to improve our product set, develop new products as well as just improve our core competencies on a daily basis. And that's what the entrepreneurs do within your organization. Um, so 
it really the, the first area for a business owner is to um, search for an entrepreneur within your organization. And I can guarantee you, you have some. I guarantee there are some entrepreneurs. Four, four and five employees have great ideas for your organization. Entrepreneurship and the operating system allows those team members, employees to share those ideas. And then you as a business owner or a manager are able to pick and select and then collaborate as a group to, to move forward those and track those. I'm working on a, a, on a, on an app right now, a, a, a SaaS app um, to help um, uh, work track gamification piece of it, right? In the world we live in for the dopamine and things of that nature. And then measure the benefits of, of having this operating system. At Unify, we don't have metrics that we actually measure. We look at the bottom line, of course, and we look at team morale, engagement, and, and things of that nature. So as we continue to develop, that's a product. And as we continue to develop that product, uh, we, we look forward to rolling that out because at that point, people are able to scale and measure, again, the, the ideas within an organization. Yeah, this is a really exciting concept. I know we talked about this a little bit previously. I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but um, I'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about kind of the value proposition for what you're working on there, which, as I understand it, really pulls from leveraging these strategies of entrepreneurship at your organization to achieve kind of the results that you have thus far with the products you've previously created um, and enable others to be able to kind of do something similar in that way. Um, but I'd love to hear you go in a little bit more detail about some of the you know, the value proposition for the product that you're thinking of kind of potentially bringing to market now to kind of help others have the same kind of success. Right. So t- today we we coach and train and teach other businesses to be able to deploy this operating system within their organization, the entrepreneurship. However, like anything, you need a software behind it in terms of a back to the tracking because we don't want to track things via spreadsheets. We want it to be on the cloud. We want to be able to enable it where people can access it through their phone, iPad, their laptops or workstations. And then what it does, it you're going to see a level of engagement and collaboration increase tremendously. And the product itself is going to be able to, again, measure. And it's not a, the, the purpose and the goal is as we develop this product is to make it affordable for the business owner. We don't want to go out and have, if it's a 5,000 person division where they have to buy 5,000 seats, you know, we don't want to take the enterprise model approach to it. We want to take the, the approach because it's, it's all encompassing. That is just one piece of it. It's the education culture, continuing education. And we're also building out a program where we can teach individuals within the organization or just strictly individuals how to be an entrepreneur. And it's not hard work. It's not a lot. It's just a different mindset. It's sort of like after you embrace it, it's like brushing your teeth. Every morning, you're going to get up and brush your teeth. And at night, you're going to brush your teeth. Well, when you wake up in the morning, you're going to have an entrepreneur mind, entrepreneurship mindset within the organization. And it just, it just naturally just progresses and builds momentum. The other thing, there's a lot of stats in regards to when you develop this type of operating system within the organization. And I just spoke to about Unify, but it truly does, and they've measured this, reduces turnover of employees 87%. So there's absolutely no reason or downside why you wouldn't want to deploy this and, and start talking about it. And the first step, it really is at the senior level. It's great if you're an entrepreneur within an organization, but if the management team or your leadership team doesn't buy in or you're not aligned, it's going to be very challenging for you. 
So there's, there's two pieces of thought to that. One, if you're an entrepreneur, find yourself to align yourself with an organization that you buy into the vision and supports this type of uh, culture and operating system. Secondly, if you're the leader, that's where we come in to help the, help that leader be able to deploy this. And it's not hard work. And if you decide just to go on it your own, just learn about entrepreneurship and then start talking about it. Even if it's at a high level, do an assignment and ask your company or your division to research it and understand it and maybe email you back some, some responses. And that's what we want to do with the application, Sean. We want to bring be able to have that as a tool where it's not caught in mail email and it's not caught on spreadsheets, but it's a separate standalone. And then ultimately the roadmap will be where it will plug into either Teams or into Microsoft. So it'll be a plug and play where we'll, you'll be able to bolt it onto your existing operator or your existing uh, software. Yeah, it's good to think about as well, too, in terms of how you integrated for, you know, the four steps to the epiphany, Steve Blank's amazing book, um, where he talks about kind of the complete product, right, for how we leverage this new product, which helps us um, make significant progress, but then how it fits into our current workflow so that that's as seamless as it can be. Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback on what you've said so far from a strategic perspective, nobody out there really doesn't want to be working on cool stuff, right? And that to really simplify the entrepreneurship take on things, I've seen this work in corporate myself as well, too, because I spent a fair bit of time in the corporate America and, you know, a lot more as well in the startup world, including companies I've built myself. But everywhere I've been, people have always kind of just wanted to work on cool stuff and like what was engaging, what they know can make a real impact. So this is a powerful motivator, leveraging these strategies. So I like the concept of figuring out a way to kind of organize it educate people on it so that everyone's on the same page in terms of what it is, but then also track the performance of it because that's another, that's a whole other component of the story, right? It's sure we want to make change and we work on things that we're passionate about, but we also want to evaluate and share in those results. Like what did it do? What was kind of impact that was ultimately able to generate? How did we move the needle? So I like this concept of a value proposition, which enables folks to understand what it is, to realize leveraging it, and then to be able to measure the effectiveness of it, right? Because that's also a great place to start with a pilot of sorts, a smaller component of a larger company, and realizing what type of results they were capable of. And if a smaller team, you know, much like yours and ones that I've been on, can make a really big impact, imagine what that could do you know, if you, if you spread it throughout the organization. Mm-hmm. And, and in the other results, it's similar to social media marketing, correct? I remember Gary Bandajuk and you know his his he get on his soapbox and he still does. I love him, but you know, you can't measure ROI of social media. Right. And, and he was always discussing that. And it's, and, and I always love the analogy that he uses. Can you really measure the ROI of a great mother? You can't, it, it's, it's just, it just naturally happens. So there's a lot of underlying things that you can't measure in terms of the energy level within the organization. Our unit's going to increase tremendously. Your, your creative juices are going to, you're going to start having conversations that you haven't had before. Uh, your morale is going to increase and be elevated tremendously. And, they, and I want to stress something that's really, really important that a, a lot of business owners or managers miss the point. There's a ratio of entrepreneurs first regular employees. And I'm not trying to segregate. However, we call those functional and vital. Your vital employees, team members, are your entrepreneurs. They're core to the business. They're core to the improvement. They're core to the growth. Your functionals are are operating the business on a daily function. Again, you can't have 100 
percent of entrepreneurs because you'd be crazy. You'd be just talking about new products, improvement, which is great, but you need execution. So uh, as, as you look at your organization, it's really an 80-20 rule in terms of percent of your entrepreneurs within, within Unify. We have probably two, two and a half. Now, this is where it really gets exciting. As you start measuring and discussing this, you'll see a vital employee all of a sudden start transitioning into that functional employee because you allowed them the opportunity for them to be able to be creative. And a lot of times what's really exciting is that they have strengths that maybe you never identified or didn't realize. And now that they feel open and they're able to have these conversations, you can leverage that into the organization. That's really when, when I get a call from someone that says, remember Susie, and you know, we go through an exercise of, of identifying entrepreneurs and, and, and I'm hypothetical names, Susie now is a, 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 a vital and she's now transitioning into that function, functional. And it's been amazing to watch that progression. And again, morale's up, her energy level's up, engagement is up, and there's benefits to the overall organization. I love those stories. And the other thing that you've mentioned, which is really significant given the nature of what we've gone through, you know, in recent years, I'm referring obviously to the pandemic, but maintaining uh, or having that incredible retention use case to share with folks is an element of just how engaging potentially the work can be. So I'm sure that's a key component of that where folks are excited about what it is that they do, right? That's that's where one of the product companies that I work on, Staff Geek, is intended to make a dent in that problem, as I refer to it, where the whole like people don't quit their job, they quit their boss kind of problem that is so prominent out there in a lot of companies and seems to be you know more common in some of the larger organizations because of things that slow them down with red tape and bureaucracy and things like that. Um, some of it is a byproduct of just how large it is to run those operations. But in other instances, it's work that's become, you know, it's not as engaging as it once was. So what I like about this as well, too, is to your point, it doesn't have to completely change everything, but gives you the opportunity to, to, to get everybody engaged in working on something that is really interesting to them, uh, which also has a dramatic effect on the performance of the company. Exactly. And it's just the consistency of the mindset and the operating system within the organization. And I'm going to turn that upside down from a recruiting perspective. We we made the switch um, three years ago. We beta tested in an A and B in terms of a job description. And the B job description included um, uh, one of the objectives is the person to have an entrepreneurship, an entrepreneur mindset. And we just left it as that as a bullet point. And we saw the quality of the candidates from A to B, B being the one that we added entrepreneurship to the job description increased tremendously because what it did is it found someone that wants to have their voice heard. Because let's be honest, at the end of the day, why people left their bosses or organizations, they felt that their voice wasn't being heard and they weren't adding value to the organization. Where now they're seeking organizations that their voice will be heard and they can add value because at the end of the day, the amount of time and hours and work that we put in with other individuals and team members, let's make it worth our while. Let's make a, a difference. And people want to make a difference. They really do. And you have to just give them the avenue and systems to be able to do that. Yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, thank you, RJ. I mean, if I were to summarize, I'd be really saying, you know, for our audience, there are a number of things you can leverage as a product strategy and entrepreneurship is a powerful one. We've seen, you know, just what kind of positive impact that's had on your organization, products that you've brought to market, the performance of those products, um, and all done by, you know, a relatively small team. So 
it's got some really significant uh, potential and others should be considering it as well too for their teams. A um, couple other questions I have for you before we you know, wrap up here related to resources and, and folks that may want to reach out to you. Are there any resources in particular that you would point folks to where they can go to learn more about anything that we talked about here today or anything else you might recommend, you know, where you pull inspiration from to leverage mm -hmm. uh, and, and develop some of these effective strategies uh, in order to be more successful in product? Yeah, I, you can, my website's rjgrimshaw.com. Uh, my email is rj at rjgrimshaw.com, but you can put in the term entrepreneur and there's all kinds of case studies, white papers, and things of that nature. The reason that I'm so passionate about this subject is that there's a lot of, from an academic perspective, there's a lot of professors and universities that are teaching on this topic or starting to teach more and more on this topic. However, there is not, and this is the void I'm trying to fill, there's no one from an application, from a business perspective that is actually utilizing this on a daily basis and then teaching about it. There, and I believe it's really a combination of both. It's a philosophy and then it's the application. And we bring them together to be able to provide real tools and real solutions and, and real results um, to, to the business owners as well as the individuals. Uh, there's all kinds of resources. And, and actually, you're going to find if when people Google and search it, this is extremely hot topic. And more and more companies are, are deploying this operating system in the UK and New Zealand and things of that nature. And if you look at any product set, you, you tell me if I'm wrong here, typically that's where the creativity starts. And then it works its way to the United States in terms of products, concepts, businesses. Um, so that's why I, I'm really trying to get out in front of this and, and, and build a brand for uh, able leadership, which is, which is our brand and help and, and, and help businesses at the end of the day. That that's my why now, uh, as we, you know, unify is still core piece of, of, of what we do. And, and I talk to a lot of our customers about this topic that, that we finance their equipment for. So. Thank you, RJ. Um, we'll link to anything that's been recommended in the show notes as well, also where folks can kind of go to learn more. And then uh, last question I have for you, um, outside of anything else you'd like to share is who should reach out to you and how can they get in touch? Best way to get in touch with me is rj at rjgrimshaw.com. And really anyone that's seeking advice, either from a business perspective, sales perspective, social media, entrepreneurship, I just love talking business. I'm a student of, of business. Um, uh, one, one of the real things I want to talk about before we, let, before we end, which I think is extremely valuable to, to your audience, is if you come away from this podcast or video and saying, geez, I, I would really like to start doing this. Look at your company and look at your, your, your team. All right. And you want to search for your entrepreneurs. And really, it's really easy to identify. The first one is that they're passionate about the mission of the organization. You know who they are. They, 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 you, it's really easy to identify that. They're tenacious and, and they're extremely resourceful. All right. And then they're a life learner and they're always challenging the status quo. So if you just look for that, those characteristics of any team members you have, you could start the process of discussing entrepreneurship and actually have them do the homework. Say, Hey, I just watched the podcast. Could you go out and learn about entrepreneurship? I think it's a topic that you might resonate with you. You're building the excitement within them. The second thing is if you don't identify anyone with these characteristics in your, in your organization, call me, email me. We'll start a process for you to be able to identify or go out and hire these folks. And again, it's just a ratio. So you don't have to completely revamp the team. 
and you'll see extreme, you'll see amazing dividends when you, when you start um, just deploying the operating system of entrepreneurship. Yeah, your passion really rings through on this, RJ. It's very similar to uh, things that I say as well to folks that are finding themselves stuck with what they're trying to do from a product strategy perspective. Reach out to me, right? Call me. And I encourage listeners to take advantage of RJ's kind offering because uh, you know a lot of folks or some folks make the offer and not enough people take advantage of it. So please do. Right. Uh, this is an area of interest for you. And thank you for being RJ. Um, the expertise that you shared uh, and the strategy, strategic advice is, is really valuable for myself and our audience. Great. I love being here. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for listening to this episode of Product Launch. I hope you got value out of it. I like to feature product people on my podcast because that's who I love to help. I'm a product strategist and I can help you scale your business and grow your profit through a product. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you, email me at sean at nextstep.io. That's sean, S-E-A-N, at nextstep, N-X-T-S-T-E-P.io. Or visit my website at nextstep.io. That's N-X-T-S-T-E-P.io. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.